Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Senator Susan McDonald joins us this morning on this Friday morning. Great to talk, Senator. How are you? Well, I'm terrific and uh, very pleased to have you back on air, Ben. Yeah, great to talk to you. Firstly, um, congratulations. Um, the Senate pre-selection has taken place and obviously um, you were reselected unopposed and rightly so. Um, no doubt terribly honoured. Uh, it's something that... I suppose when you started off your career, you, you never envisaged that you'd be a senator for representing the people of Northern Australia, but terribly proud and honoured to do it. And, and once again, you will go another term. That's exactly right, Ben. So the, the LNP, the party, sits down before a federal election to decide who's going to be on their Senate ticket. And exactly as you say, uh, it is an incredible privilege to be able to go to Canberra taking the views of my communities uh, right across Queensland, but especially regional Queensland, take those down and make sure we're getting the, the services, the infrastructure, there's a focus on reducing the cost of living. Um, you know, we're keeping our important industries like live export going and that we're not introducing legislation, you know, under this label of the legislation they're introducing is Yeah, they're going to vote with their they're going to vote with their hands. I can tell you that now. They've had enough, um, and, and rightly so. Um, you're doing a fantastic job. Let's just talk about a couple of those issues that you touched with the, the electricity issue, and, and across the country is quite unbelievable. You've got Anthony Albanese jetting off overseas, and you know, getting snapshots with the Ukrainian leaders, and you know, yet people's power bills are soaring. Forty percent in Victoria, thirty-five percent in New South Wales, twenty over twenty-one percent in Queensland. Yet he said that you know he wouldn't go missing chasing photo ops. You know, he, he said that. I mean, you know, you just talk about it locally. There's publicans that you can talk about. You know, a publican in Townsville's talking, mate. He's just gone up a thousand dollars a quarter. Since last year, every year, it's just bullshit. It, it absolutely is, Ben, because the role of government is to protect and, and uh, look after the people that they that they've put there to represent, uh, and it is absolutely not to introduce mad, rushed policies that's driving the cost of electricity through the roof. That means that families are having to decide about. Turning on, uh, turning on the air conditioning when it's hot or cold, turning on the lights, or being able to do things with their family. And businesses are on their knees. This Labor government has no idea how hard it is to be a small business, taking a mortgage, taking risks, employing people. Small business is, uh, employs a huge percentage of Australians. And they are under enormous pressure, just like families, because Albanese and Bowen are rushing these policies, this crazy implementation of 82% renewables by 2030. It is madness. It is hurting people. And, uh, and yeah, meanwhile, Albo's on another jet, off on another junket, uh, wanting to talk about looking after people overseas but he's not keeping his eye on taking care of Australians. I think it's very, very worrying. 
It's more than worrying. We've got a prime minister that wants to make uh, immigration the greatest thing. Yet we haven't got. We've got a housing crisis here in, in Australia. Uh, like let alone in every single town, I'm getting it. And now we've got state and federal governments admitting, admitting that they've got it wrong. So we bring all these people in. Aussies can't get a house. They can't get. A, you know, we've got interest rates going up. There are people who are on their knees. And yet we're all about appeasing this small minority to try and get to this uh, target that got them in. And the reason that we're chasing this target is because they made some promises to the Greens um, that this is what they wanted. And that was what gave them the balance to get into government. It is absolutely the most irresponsible behaviour anybody could ask for. They are playing Russian roulette with our country. And what it will do is it will absolutely bring this great country that we live in that all our forefathers have fought for and protected and worked in the backbone to their knees it is absolutely a diabolical situation and and i know i go on about it senator but the severity of it now is, is very real because we are seeing it day in day out like we're seeing countless things and i mean lives are going to be lost it, it, it's not dramatic when i say this this is a, and has the potential to be a national disaster because of the irresponsibility of this government. That, well, that is exactly right, Ben. And I think that when they went to the election with this policy, they never told Australians the truth, which is what it would cost. How much of the health budget is now going in electricity payments on hospitals? How much of uh, every tax dollar that we spend is going on paying uh, inflated uh, electricity prices, um, hundreds of millions of which are ripped out by state governments like in Queensland and go to filling the black hole from their mismanagement. But Australians uh, right across the country were never told the truth. They were never told the truth of what the choice was around increasing the amount of renewables and the price that people would pay. And that is not it is not right and it's going to be very difficult to unwind Labor's crazy rush decision and to get Australia back on its feet so that people are employed, business is able to keep going, manufacturers are able to keep um, making things in Australia. Uh, these are all the reasons why uh, we're forcing business offshore to other countries and that means good jobs go, that means the taxes and royalties go, uh, Labor is going to leave Australia a poorer place than they came in. You only have to ask yourself, am I better off than I was 12 months ago when Labor was elected? And I think the answer that, that most people would be giving right now is no, I'm not. I'm doing it a lot tougher than I was since May of last year. Yeah, and you, you're dead right. You, you are absolutely dead right. And that's the thing that I, 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 I can't fathom. Um, you want to talk about the voice. Um, that is starting to ramp up. And I, I'm completely dismayed at, at the direction it's going because we don't know the true facts. Now, we understand that there's a referendum. We, we, we actually spoke to the Electoral Commission. They are right. They they are impartial with what they, how it's going to go. But this... How this is going to play out when they actually set this date is beyond us. So, like, no one really knows what's going to happen. But what it's doing is it's already dividing our country for a whole other reason that's not necessary. 
Ben, you know, this is another example of Labor bringing a policy, bringing a proposal, but not being honest with Australians about all the facts. In fact, they've provided no facts at all on what the impact of introducing the voice uh, rec the voice legislation into the constitution. So this is in addition to creating additional bureaucracy and more costs, which I can't see how that's going to improve the lives of disadvantaged uh, Indigenous communities across Australia. Um, Labor is also saying that 85% of Aboriginal Australians support the voice. Well, that is not true. Because if you come to North Queensland, uh, those, that is not borne out at all. And finally, we're seeing things like the Western Australian Cultural Heritage Act, where the, the brutal reality is, is that despite having a native title settlement around Geraldton, $380 million, <laughs> despite having mapped uh, cultural heritage sites, uh, there, there was still a ceremony able to be cancelled last weekend of planting trees and erecting a plaque to commemorate Queen Elizabeth II uh, based on Aboriginal cultural heritage legislation. The Minister is saying this is not possible under the legislation, but the lawyers are saying it absolutely is. And it's already happening. Is, it's already happening. It's already happening. This is exactly what will happen with the voice, Ben, is that the, we've got uh, Labor politicians saying, there's nothing to see here, nothing will change. And yet in Western Australia, we are already seeing uh, community events and activities, farming activities, uh, mining activities being stopped because there is no clarity uh, and, and no uh, clear view about who gets to decide what despite having all these agreements. So, yeah. you know, I am... I'm very serious. The voice is divisive, it's permanent, it's unknown. And uh, we, we have watched the High Court for years uh, interpret legal uh, decisions of the Constitution in ways that nobody could have ever imagined. That is exactly what we're looking at, looking at with the voice, which is why I'll be saying no, and I urge other people to do the same. Yeah, um, it, it's a really, really interesting one, Senator, and one that we're obviously going to keep an eye on as well. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, as usual, great to chat. And once again, congratulations. Uh, just a quick good news story before I go. Um, and I know, I know you're very busy, but I do want to say the first load of Queensland sugar went to the UK this week. Now, this is one of the agreements that was done under your watch um, that's a good news story opening up the market with the EU breaking down. It really is because Queensland farmers, sugar farmers, despite what Queensland Labor would have you think, are amongst the most efficient uh, and the most professional in the world. It is just so exciting to see Queensland sugar um, grown to these incredibly high standards, uh, exported back to back to Europe. It's it's a you know a really great day for the industry that struggles with prices and um, it's another great market. I'm, I'm really pleased to see this happen. Yeah, well done. Uh, great to chat. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll talk again shortly. Have a terrific.
weekend, Ben. Same to you, Senator Susan McDonald. It's Friday morning, the 14th of July. You're on rural Queensland today with Ben Dolan. We'll take a break, come back. So much to get through. Uh, Catherine Best will join us next from Southern Queensland Landscapes as they start to investigate the decline of koalas on the Warrego banks and obviously uh, on the Bulu River and around Morvan and through there. Interesting chat. Looking forward to talking to her next. This is Rural Queensland Today.